Hello and welcome to the Super Salty Podcast featuring me, Nilesh Durari, and my co-host... Max Wallace! <laughs> I'm from the internet, I'm also from real life, and I'm real glad to be here once again as a co-host of the Super Salty Podcast. <laughs> I have actual, like, small announcement. We are yeah. on Google Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on YouTube. Uh, Super Salty Pod is the username on YouTube. Super, po- Super Salty Pod on Twitter as well. And if you search Super Salty in your podcast app, there's a good chance we'll show up. We will be on Apple Music soon, I promise. This uh, setup was all him, and I'm, I'm feeling like you really nailed the SEO if you can already type in Super Salty and it works. Yeah, with one episode, you can type in Super Salty, yeah. and our podcast will come up on Spotify and Google Podcasts. So I'm really pleased. That's wild. It is so wild. What, so what the heck were you thinking maybe that we would uh, talk about today? Today... It's big news that Google Stadia has recently announced their business model, their prices, and how it's going to work. So I'll break it down for you because I've been researching this. Yes, please. Yes, please. I was a fan of OnLive or the idea of OnLive, but the problem is that OnLive ran like shit. And it was weird, like playing a video game and it being pixelated before your eyes and buffering, a video game buffering. It was all a very strange experience, as well as the input lag was... It, it made it unplayable. So everyone knows that like gaming is going to move towards streaming and we want effectively a Netflix for video games. But is Google Stadia a Netflix for video games? They appear to be coming out of the, uh, out of the gate pretty s- strong, at least with their claims. Yeah. Like the 4K resolution, 60 frames per second. 60 frames per second. Are you sure? I don't know. It's the truth. I think the, the greatest test, or maybe the most logical test, is can you watch a 4K 60 FPS video on YouTube? And if you watch the buffering bar, the grey buffering bar, not the red and the playhead, but the bottom of the YouTube mm-hmm. video, the grey buffering bar, does it continuously move forward? Because mm. streaming a video game is continuous. It's not like streaming a video on YouTube. Because videos on YouTube buffer so that you have the section ahead of where you're currently at in the video, just in case your internet right. cuts out. But you can't do that with a video game because you don't know what you're going to see because you're playing actively. It's constant. You know, movies are are, sta- are it's the same standard information being brought to you, so it can just prepare those things. Yeah. But you know, with input, you might choose the last second to uh, you go right instead of uh, hooking a Louie, You know, going left. So. Exactly. Exactly. So you yeah, need, that's a problem. You need to have constant a constant stream, like a Twitch stream, like a Twitch stream. There's is a, a live thing, and you get right. It. Yeah. So I guess if you can watch a uh, 4K 60fps YouTube video without a problem, there's a good chance that this will work. Maybe have their comp- they have maybe they have their compression just right for this. I know that like Netflix's compression is great. Maybe Google have the good compression stuff. I don't know. But in terms of a business model, you will be able to play Stadia this November, but you have to spend money. You have to spend one hundred and twenty dollars, I think. What was it? Yeah, it's like one hundred and twenty dollars. Like one hundred twenty-nine, at least for in US. Oh, one hundred twenty-nine and one hundred twenty pounds. So one hundred nineteen pounds. So, and for that, yeah. you will get 
the controller that looks like it'll give you hand ache because it's pretty rectangular and a Google yeah. uh, a Google Chromecast that you plug into your TV basically Stadia will run on anything that's Chrome right so you pay to, to get into Stadia this November you have to drop £190 or $129 and then you get a uh, Three months of Stadia Pro, which is normally nine ninety nine a month, which is four K sixty FPS, uh, surround sound, regular free games starting with Destiny Two, and we'll come back to Destiny Two, and then this is the kicker <laughs> that I find right. So you've paid a hundred and twenty nine dollars or one hundred nineteen pounds. Now you're going to do a subscription model on top of that. Maybe you get three months free, right? But you get discounts on games on Stadia, but you've already spent all this money, and you get Destiny 2 for free, but you don't get other games for free. So it's not really like Netflix for games. Because no, you buy Netflix, yeah. and you get everything on Netflix available for that subscription service. Here, right. you're paying a subscription service to be able to stream 4K 60fps, and get their games that are free on their service. And then you get a discount for other games. So it sounds like a lot of spending to me. There is Stadia Base, which will not be uh, available this year with this model that they're talking about. They're talking about if you don't want to buy their controller and you don't want to buy uh, the Chromecast and controller and you want to wait for the Surface to come out so you can play it on your computer or your phone or another way on your TV, perhaps, um, you have to wait until 2020. Which is kind of shit. <laughs> um, I understand the point. Okay. You want to test if your stuff is going to work in a smaller... T- well, a test group, I guess, which are the people who are going to buy this. But with... Yeah, I mean, you can you can essentially, like... Um, uh, what's the term? I mean, you can really test your internet to see if it can handle it before, without, you know, a major investment. Well, it appears to be free, I guess, studio base. Yeah, but the problem is it won't be out until next year. So these people who are buying it, they don't know if it's going to work on their internet, and they hope it does work on their internet. And Google provide... This is classic. They gave... There's a tool on this Stadia site that you can test your internet with. It doesn't work for me. (laughs) Other internet speed tests work for me, but not this one. So... This one, I did... It did work for me when I tested it out maybe 15 minutes ago. What's your internet rate? Like, how, how many megabits a second do you get in? Oh, gosh. Um... It's changed. Um, I had to buy a different router and go up one. It's. I know that when I download like games on Steam, I get like fifty megabytes per second. Download. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Like, what's weird is on my iPhone. If I'm in the living room where my router is, um, if I do a speed test on my iPhone, it's a hundred megabits, right? And then I go to my computer, which is actually powerline adapted to the router, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, bordering on 40, which is a significant drop to me. It doesn't make sense, but like 40 is enough to do 4K60, according to them. Uh, I would almost always suspect someone wired would get the faster connection. I think that's usually the case. I don't know what the heck that's about. There. I don't know what that's about either. But the Stadia Free is different to the Stadia Pro, obviously. You, it's free, but you get less stuff. So instead yeah. of 4K 60, you're talking about 1080p 60 FPS. Still pretty impressive that it's 60 FPS, if I'm honest. 
Um, you know, I personally am pretty. I'm. I could stay 1080p for a little while. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm. I'm pretty happy with it. Looks fine to me. Um, you get stereo sound instead of surround sound. I don't care, frankly. No. The thing is, you get no free games. There are no free games in Stadia Base, so you can't test it with a free game. You've got to buy a game, and there are no discounts. Nothing is free. Yeah. Nothing. So if you want to try the service, you the only way you're going to try the service is putting down some money, which kind of sucks. Because not a lot of people yeah. believe it's going to work. Pre-orders are just stupid like that. Yeah. I, I pretty much almost never pre-order literally anything. Mm. Uh, I don't th- know. I think that's a good thing. that If anyone, if you know someone that bought this the Founders Edition, so they get it in November, apparently they can give one friend access. So if you know that person, you got to do what's necessary to try Stadia. In 2019. Okay, well, I'm glad that that's out there then. That's an option. I mean, does... That's something. What I've talked about, are you interested in in actually spending money on the service? I don't know. I probably not without any sort of... um, I'm a review guy. I like to, like, really... A lot of games I play have been out for, like, three years minimum. (laughs) And I just know that they're good. So I'm like, I don't know. I, have no, I don't have time to test out games and then find out they're bad five hours down the line. Man, I gotta know. I know. I know. And I, you know, I don't love that I'm this way. You know, <laughs> I wish I could just have fun, and fly by the seat of my uh, metaphor. You know, whatever word is supposed to be there. But no, I, I kind of like to wait till I know. I guess the best thing to do is wait until 2020 when Stadia Pro is available to everyone. Put nine ninety nine down for one month, and try and play Destiny two, and see if you have a good time, and that will test if the service works for, for the I minimum price. So. It's a bit confusing. I will say I uh, I've tried I've tried Destiny two, didn't didn't get very hooked. I I, didn't, I never played the first one, so that's kind of weird. Let's talk about Destiny two for a little bit. Yeah, sure. There's a whole bunch of games that will be available on Stadia. But Destiny 2 is going to be free. And Destiny 2 is actually going free to play next year. So it'll be free on Stadia if you get Stadia. Destiny 2 is going free to play. A lot of people are worried about Destiny 2 turning into a free-to-play game because it means monetizing in different ways and basically doing micro It might mean pay-to-win. Yeah, pay-to-win is like the big one. Yeah, people I, are Cosmetic wide. microtransactions, cool. Don't care. I play Dauntless all the time, and I just have no interest in buying skins because everything else is free, so I don't care. But the moment the pay-to-win shit comes in, suddenly people who are putting in effort, um, it's like, oh, well, some kid can just like spend $10 and catch up with my weeks of work, so fuck this game. Exactly. And So I get it. At the moment, it's in really, really minuscule amounts. But that's that's how it begins, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I, could, I could have seen this coming too. Destiny, I, I've seen it, you know, on sale for like five dollars. When it's when it's something's five dollars, it's about to be free. I got it for free. <laughs> I got it for free over the uh, the Battle.net Blizzard's launcher. I got it for free. It was free for a certain amount of time. I I saw a little envelope glowing in the corner of my Battle.net, and I clicked it. And I was like, "You get Destiny for free." I was like, 
Sick. Haven't played it yet. Yep. I think I got it for five bucks on PC. And then it was also one of the free games uh, in the in the PlayStation Plus where you get, you know, a couple games free every month. It was one of those a few months back. So I have it both on PC and PS4. And I haven't... Uh, yeah, hasn't caught me yet. Hasn't really hooked me. Do you, reckon, to it. do you think you'd go back if it was... I mean, you've spent money on it, so I don't would understand. I tr- would I try Destiny again? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I didn't really put enough time into it to really see what it is. See, I kind of just got real bored. What I know is that recently Activision and Bungie have had a bit of a divorce. And what it sounds like is that Destiny 2 didn't meet their sale expectations but Bungie are very happy with how Destiny 2 has turned out so it's a classic publisher developer sort of contention between them and Mm -hmm. what seems to have happened is you could pick up like little tones in interviews of like the officials of Activision kind of making not snarky remarks but not putting the game on a pedestal at the same time about Destiny 2 but Destiny, uh, Bungie is very happy with the way Destiny 2 is. I think it's a case of Activision do business in a very particular way, and Bungie do not want to go down that route. Activision do business in a almost anti-consumer way. Activision has gone in the way that EA has, where they want you to spend more and more money, and they want you to keep bringing in a, a reliable, well, just stream of income for them they want players to continuously spend money on their products um and i don't think bungie necessarily want that it seems like bungie well bungie for the first time this year have referred to destiny 2 as an mmo which has never happened before and it kind of speaks to the fact that they want to take their game and turn it into something that it may currently not currently be um it looks like we're going to get a free-to-play Destiny and they're going to go ham in terms of weird content. Weird, beautiful, space wizard shooting content. When I think of uh, gaming the last 10 years, I think of it as being like pre-League of Legends and post-League of Legends. And this is all just... Yeah, yeah. At least for me, that was the first time I was ever introduced to like, hey, you, uh, you like this character Wukong, huh? You put like... 50 hours just playing this one guy well if you spend like you know spend like three bucks or something you can he, he's on fire now he's volcanic wukong like we, you're gonna do it like oh fuck i'm gonna do it i don't know and uh, i'd never really seen uh the impulse to buy uh you know the, the microtransaction thing that rampant but they did it fair actually that was like you know didn't make you win it was just fun, fun little purchases. But after that, it was just every game. That's the model. That's like, th- we will make the most money possible. We have to do this. We will have not. We won't have a chance unless we offer micro transactions. I don't know. There's also another case of like. Well, I I just don't know if Destiny is the kind of game that is really consciously mainstream, like. I like it. I like the way it looks. I like the way it's this sci-fi magic sort of thing, kind of amalgamation. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like Activision's 
marketing is a bit shit because I sort of let get under my radar and I didn't play it on release and I only played it when it got free on the Blizzard thing um, on the Battle.net store yeah. which is really strange for me because I really like the first one and I got really good at the online aspect and I don't like to play multiplayer a lot but the Destiny 1 game felt really good and the multiplayer felt really good and I, I kind of got good at it and of course, I was real bad passes. at Destiny 2 multiplayer. I got my ass handed to me constantly. <laughs> I had no like feelings of improvement, like none of that. That's it just straight did in. Not, yeah, I, I straight up had like a. There was just a disconnect. I just like didn't. It wasn't stopped for me. Stop for me. I have a list of games. Gamer. I have a list of games here. You're not a bad gamer. Mm-hmm. You're not a bad gamer. It's just some I'm games. Some games stick with you and others don't. And that's okay. I can't beat Dark Souls. I quit every single one of them that I play. I quit them all. I can't play, can't play them. Can't beat them. Can't do it. Wow. This no, no is, Dark Souls. This is a confession. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm conf- Yeah, I'm, com- I'm at the confessional. You know, uh, my sins are cleansed. <laughs> I have a my soul of- is no longer dark, is what I'm saying. What are you then? Have you tried Bloodborne? Uh, you know, it's all good. Have you tried <laughs> Bloodborne? Uh, yes, actually. That's that's the one I got the furthest in, and the one I like the most. I really I like it a lot that. more than Dark Souls. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sekiro? The, the whole, um, I haven't tried it yet. The reason is, I, I know for a fact it's going to be a lot of money into a game where this, it's going to be the same story. Be- best situation, I put like 15 hours into it. Maybe get a third of the way through or something. And then it's just too much. And I have to work and I have to sleep. (laughs) Life is different when you've got to pay bills. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, full-time job has, like, changed my gaming habits, like, completely. Oh, God. I know I have to to be, like, really careful with each moment I picked, like, which game I picked to fill in a moment with. It's like, (laughs) I hate having to, like, not just relax and just pick one without thinking about it and playing it. I know a dude who bought a PS. Basically, he got into Dark Souls. Demon. I don't know if he played Demon Souls, but he played Dark Souls no. one, two. Is there a Dark Souls three? There yeah, Dark- I have yeah. Dark Souls one and three and Bloodborne. Those are the From Software games I have. Yeah, he played Dark Souls one, two, three, and then he moved on to Bloodborne. Uh, he because uh, Dark Souls is on PC and Bloodborne isn't. He went out and he bought a PlayStation four for Bloodborne. I was like, that is a lot of money to spend on one game. Damn. Damn son. Yeah, it is. That's a lot. <laughs> and he loved it. And he loved it. And I guess maybe he'll. I guess he'll go into Sekiro, but apparently Sekiro feels like a very different game. It look. Yeah, it looks completely different. Mm. There's like some platformy kind of influence in there. It, it's really interesting. Like, I really want to play it. Actually, I really want it. But if you were stranded on an <laughs> island and you had a, a a gaming PC and a copy of the game, or you know, a PlayStation and a copy of the game, sure. Yeah. But it's a huge time sink. It's a huge yeah. time sink. Um, yes. I have a list of games here that will be available on Stadia. Um, of course, we've said that Destiny 2 will be free with Stadia. And apparently, as time goes on, more of these games will become free to Stadia. And free doesn't make sense because you're paying for the service. They're only free if you're paying nine ninety nine, like a Netflix. So I think they want it to become like Netflix for games. But it's not really Netflix for games because you have to buy the games at the moment. Well, not at the moment. Upon release, 
It should be like, well, like PlayStation does PlayStation Now. Yeah. Where you, like my television has it. I'm never going to use it. But uh, you can stream, if I remember correctly, it's like PS3, PS2 games, like straight to the television. Over you the just internet. Play the controller and into the TV. Yeah, through the internet. Yeah, yeah. Which is, and it is a subscription service. You pay like monthly and you get access to all the games. Which, I think that's, I think, what this should have been. But. Yeah. It's also a different form factor. This is not just built into a TV. This is like its own unit with its own type of controller. And like, well, no, I don't no. Know. It's, it's different. Anything that has Chrome, the browser, so iOS, you, you, if you have end up with Chrome on your TV, then it should work. They've said anything that runs the Chrome browser will be able to use Stadia. That's wild, though. Yeah, that's the biggest selling point, right? The fact that you can play... If, if you have decent internet, you can play, uh, or if you have 5G, 5G obviously makes a huge impact on this. You can play yeah. console quality, PC quality games at, I guess, max settings. It no, makes no sense if they can't do max settings um, on a handheld device without your device burning. <laughs> right? So a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people are going to move towards like having controllers. Those controllers that clip onto your phone. I have one. I yeah. actually like that. Yeah, I like I, uh, it too. It feels good. I got really into like Pokemon Emulator, and so much <laughs> so I was kind of like because I was like I could just like play it and you know downtime and I get downtime every now and then at work. I work in local news, so it's like you. It's mm-hmm. based on literally what's happening. So we, I don't know. So I bought one of those clips on Amazon. I must have spent seven or eight bucks. The thing is pretty great. What? And I just put it on my PS4 controller. Oh, yeah. I see. I have, yeah. because I have an iPhone, you have to buy a, an M5 controller. M5 stands for made for iPhone. Um, and okay. you, it, they're usually really fucking nice. Like, I have two. One clips to the sides of the phone, and one is more like a controller with, like, a clip, like a phone, a phone mount. Oh, nice. The controller with a phone mount feels really, really good. It feels it feels like like an Xbox controller. It's really nice, and if you're telling me that with that and my phone, I can I can play Doom Eternal. That's that's dope. If I can, yeah. if I can play Doom Eternal, it's pretty dope. If I get lag, I'm gonna be pissed off. Right? That's I'm like legit impressed with mobile gaming. Mm. I ignored it for years. I mean, I maybe played. Angry Birds before it was uh, the worst thing on the planet, um, in terms of its branding, at least. Um, I played, you know, I, I played your your Fruit Ninjas back in the day when I had, like, an iPhone 3GS. And then I just didn't for years. And I recently, like, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm in the mood to play Minecraft. I spent, like, seven bucks on my, uh, my Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus. Shit runs so well. So well. I remember having a computer that was like, it was kind of getting stuttery when I'd play Minecraft, and I'd be like, man, this computer can't handle it. But here we are in 2019 on my phone. Like, 60 frames, easily, the whole time. Yeah. Like, no problems at all. It's yep. it's fucking amazing. Of course, like, um, Apple are doing uh, their arcade service where you do a subscription fee, and you get these exclusive games via the service, and you, but you download them to your phone. I I don't really think that streaming is going to kill native games games that run on your on your on your device i mean stadia doesn't have fortnite it doesn't have yeah. it doesn't have games that 
basically the kids are playing and they're hot right now. You know, get and stadia. If you want the more hardcore people over, the latency has to be addressed 100%. Has to be. Apparently, the, the, someone managed to test it out and the latency would be significant for like your Mortal Kombat or like your yeah. your FPS shooter multiplayer. Like it's in the, in it this seems... game in this console. Well, I'll call it a console for the. I don't know Just, the platform. Yeah. It the platform does have Mortal Kombat on it. It does yeah. have eleven. It so has that's 11. gonna be interesting. So should I just shoot off like the names of the titles that I'm interested in? So like yeah, yeah. Start throwing some out there. So uh, games that will be available on Google Stadia are Destiny Two, Doom Eternal. There's some other ones. I'm skipping some, like The Crew 2, which I'm never going to play, or Grid. Um, yeah. Mortal Kombat 11. Farming Simulator. I don't know why I highlighted it, but I was just... I was just, I found it funny that Farming Simulator is going to come to this. Elder Scrolls okay. Online. I think I think Elder Scrolls Online is a relatively large get. The new Wolfenstein Youngblood. Kind of mm-hmm. I mean, Wolfenstein Youngblood's going to be on there. Uh, I've loved all the Wolfenstein games I've played. I haven't touched that one yet. Mm-hmm. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which is out everywhere. Go. I mean, a lot of these games are out everywhere. Dragon Ball oh, Z yeah. first two, Final Fantasy fifteen. I think it's fifteen XV. I think that's fifteen. I Look. think it's cool that they got Thumper, but that's another game. It's very, it's a rhythm game, and it gets really, really tight towards the end. It's very difficult. They got Rage so two. With that latency. Yeah, man. Was it Rage two? They got Rage two. Oh, well, okay. So some of the titles are pretty good here. Let's let's not lie. Like Ghost Recon Breakpoint, they got the Division Two. They're gonna get Metro Exodus, which is a pretty impressive get. And they keep showcasing the game, or uh, they keep showcasing the platform with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I think is, I think that Assassin's Creed Odyssey is apparently very good, and I think it undersold because I think a lot mm. of people would just had fatigue with the Assassin's Creed series. This list of games. Is actually very good, right? But the yeah, problem it's like is pretty, pretty solid, actually. The problem is, ton, but... if you want to play this November, you spend one hundred and twenty nine dollars or one hundred nineteen pounds. Then you get into the subscription service, which is nine ninety nine dollars or eight ninety nine pounds, and then you—I mean—you get Destiny for free. But if you want to play any of these other games, you have to buy them at discount. Yeah, but you've already spent a lot of money, and now you're going to buy yep. more. And it's a lot like the Switch, that you buy Switch because you want to play Zelda or Mario Kart. I don't know why you buy Switch. That's why I bought a Switch. But to play these other games that are also great and would be sick to play on the Switch, you've got got to spend more money, and you've already spent quite a lot of money, and a lot of these games, you've probably got them somewhere else. (laughs) That's the... Yeah, that's the thing. I I have my setup sort of with that in mind. and it doesn't matter so much anymore because I don't. I can't play games as as often as I would like to, which I'm glad I can't actually because I play too much. But um, I have the PC, I have the Switch, I have the PS4. I think mm-hmm. between those three, I pretty much it's a fishnet for like literally anything that can come out. And if it's Xbox exclusive these days, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, um, so, I yeah, I'm it's... in a very similar place. Those are my mm-hmm. three go-to consoles, and the reason is Spider-Man, God of War. Uh, and yep. I, I still gotta play this. <laughs> Last of Us Two comes out. Also, Uncharted is very good. That's why I, I have PlayStation Four and resort to PlayStation Four. I have obviously I have a gaming PC. I have a very powerful gaming PC. You know I have RTX, but I've never used it. 
I have RTX, but I've never used it. Because I wanted shit. I wanted to use. <laughs> I wanted to use. I wanted to play Metro, the new Metro, but um, then it got taken off Steam and put on the Epic Store, so I never got it. I have another Epic Store story, which is funny and strange, but um, and of course the Switch because Zelda is a very fucking good game. Zelda Breath of the Wild is an incredibly good game. Oh, I fucking love it. It's like one of the biggest. It's one of the last like big games that mm-hmm. I like beat and got to the credits like i could not fucking wow. stop playing that game i haven't yeah. beaten it yet but obviously i'm playing a lot of stuff for different research because i have to make a game for my master's project but obviously the switch is a very innovative console and also i took it at a family event a while back and there wasn't much to do but i brought it because i knew that me and my cousins could play a little bit of america on this tiny tiny screen and the screen is tiny the screen's extraordinarily small but we managed to do it we had some fun yeah i you know when i was visiting uh, my brother who went into um, military army basic training back in march um it's june now but late may i was able to go visit him down in georgia uh the devil goes down to georgia is what i call it that trip um anyway he had written to me you know through through handwritten snail mail letters because it's the army that he wanted to play some games. So, boy, you better believe I brought the Switch. Yeah. Smash. Mario Kart. I actually downloaded Cuphead the night before because he had never played it. I'm like, yeah. you know how you've been doing difficult shit day in and day out? Well, now on your laxing days, <laughs> get frustrated at Cuphead. It was really fun, though. We we, had, we got, like, through two bosses before we decided to completely give up and go eat junk food. See, that's so wholesome. But yeah, I love the Switch. <laughs> that's so wholesome. And it's, a, it's just a nice weekend. Yeah, I think what we've done is that we've explained what we have and the use cases of what we have and why they're useful. But it's very yep. difficult to find the use case for Stadia. Like, let's say it's yes, next yeah, year, I agree. and you're gonna you're gonna do nineteen, sorry, nine ninety nine a month. So it's twenty twenty. You're gonna do nine ninety nine a month or eight ninety nine uh, pounds. And like, who's who 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 is this marketed at? Who's gonna do it? I don't think Destiny 2 is is hot enough. I don't think Destiny 2 is hot enough. I think Google is hot enough. So if you're a Google fanboy, you'll probably try it. You might be willing to spend some money and give it a go. But like I don't I don't know who this is for. That's a actually a great point. I'm like trying to think myself to come up with some sort of uh, age group that would benefit the most, but I I can't necessarily put my finger on it. I don't know. The problem is it doesn't have Fortnite. Is the truth. That's a big thing. That's yeah. what makes me not think kids. Because yeah. that's like, you 100% would need that game on there if, if kids is your thing. But also, I feel like adults just have already have enough money to like just get a Switch, a yeah. PS4. And we have those things. We're, we, we like owning things. We're sentimental. We like owning things. Yeah. You know? This is, I mean, no one really owns their games on Steam. You pay for the access. You know, right? Yeah, I mean, you can just get banned one day, and then like everything you bought is just gone. Like, yeah, it's not. Yeah. yeah. So like, if Steam just died one day through some catastrophe, it's all gone. But like, this is even less of ownership because you don't ever install some software on your computer. You're just connecting to a computer that has it, and I mean, it's very fast. Like you can just play the game, so you're not worrying about installation. So in many ways, it's super consumer grade. Like you yeah. connect. 
you boot up the game. I mean, you don't even boot up the game. You start the game. It's it's. Yeah, it's I'll uh, give it that too. Yeah. That that is actually a pretty significant advantage. Mm. Like, I I feel like the biggest complaint about the modern era of video games is like, hey, you know, it's Christmas. I just just want to pop this bad boy in the disc. <laughs> tray and just fucking play it but you just have to wait for like five hours for updates and it's such a huge buzzkill and it's stupid and awful oh man um but <laughs> but this would mitigate that problem it would completely do away with that issue i don't think that would warrant necessarily like the purchase of essentially a new platform but it's pretty cool yeah there's um you know we Installing games via disc on console came with Blu-rays because they held so much data and you couldn't read directly off of it. And that's not the case with like the previous generation, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, which were whirring away the discs and reading it off the mm-hmm. discs. So, yeah, but I understand that like as games have gotten bigger and bigger, that's what we've needed to do. We've needed to do installation. Um, the This has shaken up some stuff because everyone knew that it was probably going to happen even before stadia was announced oh yeah sure you could see this coming yeah i'd like to talk about microsoft a little bit because we're seeing we're not seeing i don't think we're seeing a new microsoft i think we're seeing a microsoft that's ready to evolve like microsoft said that Uh, they wish i think so too yeah i've been seeing several moves that i felt like i liked Mm -hmm. from them can you recall any of them well, there was they were partnering with um, yeah, PlayStation, I suppose, right? Sony. Yeah. Yep. That's like I did not expect that. No. One. I mean, no I kind of did. That. In a way, I did in a way because I, I felt like their console. They were. I could. I suspected that maybe, eventually, they would do go by the way of Sega, where they just like, hey, we're not going to make consoles anymore. Let's mm. just make games. Mm. And then make a terrible, terrible Sonic movie. <laughs> Oh boy, oh Sega. Let's get back that's, to the topic because everyone knows oh, that. Oh boy, that's that's, a, that's a tangent for another. Just for anyone for who's a just, day that doesn't exist. God, <laughs> just for anyone who's wondering, if you Google cartoon Sonic in 2019 trailer, you will get a YouTube video of someone who has CGI composited a much more cartoony Sonic on top of the trailer and it's really good like it's really and he turned it around pretty goddamn fast and he's even had to like paint out parts where like he's had to paint out the old sonic and put the new sonic in and it's done extraordinarily well um back to the subject i had microsoft and sony teaming up um yeah it's it's very strange to see but to be honest a new player has entered the game and google is behemoth right and they could they could wipe them if 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 Stadia does work this year and next year, by next year when it's like free for everyone, or like you can get it, sorry, and they have more than Destiny 2 on the 9.99 subscription model, and slowly but surely they move from a place where you are paying for the streaming and buying the games and paying for the streaming to you to you to you pay the subscription which will probably go up in time, but you get this set of games that are free, and the games are large. They need to move away from a subscription model as well as buying games on the platform to just a subscription model, which is a Netflix for games. That's where they need to be. And they're taking steps to there. So I think Microsoft understand their place in this generation because the Xbox One has done not well 
my Xbox One is in my sofa because it's, it just has compartments and I didn't know where else to put it and it's just gathering dust out. So I've just thrown it in the sofa. Um, yep. If you remember the launch of the Xbox One, it wasn't good. Apparently they told you... They, oh, I mean, that was the last uh, thing I really remember about it, honestly. Because that, mm. that, that so... I, I feel like I'm still... Uh, I still have like hold a grudge for all that because that was so shitty. It's so bad. They told they lied to you and they told you. Okay, yeah, I was a huge lie. I was I was going into computer science when it was announced, and they told everyone that if you don't connect this motion sensor camera to your Xbox, your Xbox is just incapable of working. And everyone was like, "What?" And they were like, "Yep, it's super complicated. You, we're not going to explain it. It's that's the way it has to be." And everyone was like. That's nonsense, frankly. Like we're not dumb. That's nonsense. This is just and uh, this is just a three D camera. Sharing your games. Oh man, yeah. and 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 they were announcing incredibly anti-consumer Jesus. stuff, and yes. it was terrible. And PlayStation obviously were having a laugh with it. They were just they, they oh, found how to share your games on PlayStation. It's like someone handing yeah. their, the game to someone else. They made a video on how to share your games on PlayStation, and it was just. One executive giving another executive the game box, just in spite of Microsoft. But now we've gone yeah. from there to them teaming up because they need to come up with an, a plan to come up well for a subscription service. It's also worth mentioning that Microsoft is also in bed with Nintendo and that their xCloud service, which is their stream, um, streaming service that they're trying to come up with, they've realised they have the technology, but they may not necessarily have the talent to deliver brilliant games like Nintendo and Sony yep. have. There is no comparable Xbox game for God of War, Spider-Man, Uncharted, uh, the Uncharted spin-off, uh, Last of Us 2, Horizon Zelda... Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Zelda, Mario Kart, whatever else Nintendo planned to do with the Switch, like Mario Maker. There is no equivalent on their platform to do this. No, not so even close. I, th- I think they've really realised that like they are, in some sense, going to have to go the way of Sega. They'll probably make another console. I hope they learn from their lessons. Because the Xbox 360 was great. I Yeah, I love the 360. I, I put so much time into that. That was one of my favourites of all time. And the Xbox 360 was great because indie games thrived on it. People knew how to make games yeah. for that console. And they didn't know how to make that games the, That was the Super Meat Boy console right there. Yeah. That's that good shit. And they really thrived there. because people knew how to make games for the Xbox 360, but they didn't understand how to make games for the PlayStation 3 because the architecture was strange. Yeah, that yeah. was an interesting thing. I had to uh, get a PS3, um, my first PS3, after the PS4 had already come out because I just kind of huh. was hungry for the library. And it was a good time, too, and it kind of still is where you can go into a game store and... Um, PS3 games are like less than ten dollars. Like yeah, a lot of them. yeah. Which is, that's kind of fun to do too. If you if you like to do that bargain bin kind of shit, you know. Every now and then I'll load up uh, HD um, Shadow of the Colossus and Eco because that was like really cheap. It's probably ten dollars. You know, which is great. It's like awesome. You've made me realize that I've used my PlayStation Three in this generation more than I've used my Xbox One. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perspective. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I love it. So love yeah, we're it's we're great. looking at a world where Microsoft is cooperating with Sony, cooperating with Nintendo, and probably bringing an X Cloud service 
So the way I sort of imagine it is Microsoft provide the streaming service with their data centers because they are on maybe on par. I, I, Microsoft has a lot of data centers across the world. Like Google has a lot. Microsoft must have tons. Sony would make great games, and Nintendo have a really great platform, right? Could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine streaming games over the internet to your Nintendo Switch? Uh, I mean, a, it's a it's a crazy world out there. I don't know. Imagine streaming. We're using XCloud streaming God of War two to your Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like an out of place game for a Nintendo Switch. I mean, but do- you know the Switch is changing everything. It has Dark Souls on it I, and Doom, I guess. I, if so. I played Dark Souls on the Switch, I would snap the fucking thing in half. Oh yeah, there's no, there's no fucking way I'm buying that game on there. No, 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 no. But yeah, it's weird to see like the most uh, youth inspiring console, which is the Nintendo Switch, run like Doom. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very strange, and but it, I love it. It's the problem. Sure, like, it's it's incredible. But you are probably going to see. I hope they come up with a better name than XCloud. You will probably see Microsoft streaming service on Nintendo and PlayStation. So you'll probably buy a PlayStation, and you'll get the best of both worlds. You can install games. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Xbox One got rid of their CD drive. We uh, we might be entering a new sort of uh, yeah era with things. I mean, especially not, you, you remind me mentioning that Microsoft and Sony are are chilling these days. Um, Halo Master Chief Collection is going to come out on Steam. This is, I did not see that one. This coming. is why I I said like I'm like ultra excited for that. Like it, I missed the Halo three days and yeah, Halo two days yeah. so much. This is why in the notes I've written that with we're, we're seeing a different Microsoft. Because they're going to bring all of their Xbox games to PC. That's an incredibly good move. That that gets gamers on board very quickly. We've been wanting that forever. I mean, we like the games. It's Microsoft. Windows is Microsoft. Put them on Windows. God. Yeah, yeah. Everyone and knows Windows was is already probably... Consi- I, I think it's considered the best operating system for games. I mean... Oh, yeah. For games, It has yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, but if you could... If you can run xCloud in your Internet Edge, Internet Explorer, or Edge browser, yeah, that makes the Edge browser and Internet Explorer immediately useful. Probably they'd put it on any browser, is the truth. So you log into your xCloud and you just get it through whatever browser. If you could do that, that'd be great. So we're probably looking at Battle of the Streaming Services in the future. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm excited for another Wild Wild West Mm. of video game companies it hasn't happened for a long time everything's been pretty consistent with mm. the, you know these three companies make all the games so i'm excited to see some new stuff it's pretty cool competition uh i well, think those is are... it about that time i feel like it's approaching a, the time that it's about yeah i think we uh we have talked about all the things on the list and much more so i think we should probably sign out my name is Nina Shirari. You can find me at Mr. Nino, M-R-N-E-E-N-A-W, on Twitter, and it's just Nino, N-E-E-N-A-W, on YouTube. Max, what's your socials, fam? Oh, hey, it's Max Wallace. The socials, we got Thundersmell over on Twitter with uh, an underscore between uh, Thunder and Smell. 
on uh, Instagram, we got Thundersmell, no underscore. YouTube, Thundersmell, no underscore. That was very tongue twistery, that whole <laughs> sequence of words. And we got Super Salty Pod on Twitter, and of course, our Twitters are in the bio for Super Salty Pod on Twitter. And we have a YouTube mm-hmm. channel where you can also listen to these podcasts. And our YouTube channels are mentioned on that YouTube channel. Look, we're networking gurus over here. If you look hard enough, you can find anything about us you want. Anything. <laughs> for the love of God, anything. don't. For the love of God, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.